The readings this morning are taken from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verses 1 to 5, and the Gospel of St. John, chapter 1, verses 1 to 5, and verse 9. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came in into being through him and without him not one thing came into being what has come into being in him was life and the life was the light of all people the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it the true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world This is the word of God. Shall we pray together? Come, Lord Jesus, born for our salvation. Come and be born anew in us today. Amen. The author, Ernest Hemingway, is often credited with creating the six-word story format, a mini-masterpiece which has a powerful, often poignant message. I wonder what six words you'd use to describe the Christmas of 2020. Here's mine. The Christmas we were not expecting. Normally by now I'd be running the carousel of Christmas services, stopping off at the treadmill at the appropriate place and time, hopefully with the right words in hand. But this is the Christmas we were not expecting. To steal a phrase said to me, this Christmas we will be missing the herald angels singing and it will be more of a silent night affair. What is also definitely clear, and we don't need midnight to tell us, is all is definitely not calm and bright in our world tonight. No doubt for you two, the Christmas of 2020 will not be the one you were expecting. Separated from loved ones, banished from familiar places, the usual traditions put on hold. The Christmas story, though too, is a tale of the unexpected. A virgin birth, an agitated teenager, a bewildered father, an apoplectic king. But it doesn't end there though, does it? 
So-called wise visitors who foolishly arrive in the wrong place and angelic messengers popping up everywhere to the now immortal words, there is no room at the inn. At another deeply troubling and uncertain time in our world, Philip Brooks wrote one of the most famous Christmas carols, O Little Town of Bethlehem. He actually wrote the carol on Christmas Eve in Bethlehem. And in it, he penned one of these lyrics. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. I don't know about you, but I see a lot of fear out there at the moment. See it in people's eyes, I hear it in their voice, and also by what's not said. Hope and fear are universal emotions. And every generation has heard them, and seen them, and experienced them. What I don't hear is much talk of hope, unless it's mentioned with the word vaccine. The quote which has resonated most with me over these past few months is from the late Swiss theologian Emil Brunner who said this, Hope is to human existence what oxygen is to the lungs. Hope is to human existence what oxygen is to the lungs. When we're living with a virus which threatens our ability to breathe, it's a salutary reminder not only of the fragility of life but also of our need for hope to survive. Yet what our carol reminds us about the Christmas story is how the hopes and fears of all the years, that's your hopes and my hopes, that's my fears and your fears, that's the world's fears and the world's hopes, in fact that's anyone who's ever lived and will ever live, all their hopes, all their fears, are met in a person. In perhaps the most unexpected twist of the Christmas story, we hear how these contrasting emotions of hope and fear converge at the manger, where a little baby lies between them. Hope has a name, and he calms our fears. Where we put our hope really matters. Hope has a name, and he calms our fears. It's not Pfizer or Moderna, or AstraZeneca, or even Sputnik. It's the precious name of Jesus. When the, in the Christmas story we read that the angel says to Joseph, you are to name this baby Jesus. And he is the only hope I have. I often find it's helpful to say, that, say his name when we're feeling fearful. But not just at those times, because Jesus isn't just for us when we're in need. Say it any time, because then you maybe start to see a ray of hope opening in your heart, because a tiny glimmer of hope is enough. And it won't end there, because then you'll start to become a steward of hope. Spreading sparkles of hope. How do I know? Because hope, like this virus, it's contagious. You might not impact in the same way as those two priests in Burnley, as the BBC have shown us, but you too can be a spreader. 
a carrier of hope. So in this year of Christmas 2020 and returning to Hemingway's story format once more, why not try this one? Jesus, the greatest story ever told. He is the light of hope. Shall we pray together? Come, Lord Jesus, and be born anew in my life today. Come and meet me in my fears, for your perfect love casts out all fear. Come and be my hope. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen.